guys, you're very welcome to our podcast, The Viral Convo Show, with your host, Michael Keane, Kevin Meggs, Greta Thornton, bringing you the top stories of trending, viral, and noteworthy topics with interviews from people across Ireland. Hello everybody, you're very welcome back to The Viral Convo, and today we are joined with Alicia O'Sullivan, who is currently running a very important campaign across Ireland for young people who have been victim of online harassment and bullying. And we're also discussing her involvement with the ISSU and some certain campaigns that are going on to do with uh, students' welfare and the voices of students, as well as a lot of her environmental work. And, believe it or not, Alicia has met Greta Thunberg. So we are going to be discussing all of these things and yeah, it's going to be a pretty interesting one. Alicia, welcome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name's Alicia. I'm from Skibreen in West Cork. Um, I'm 19 years old and I'm first year law student at UCC. Thanks so much for coming on with us. So we saw on your Instagram that you're involved in a lot of different campaigns. And, you know, you do a lot of media and work with the ISSU and just uh, a lot a lot in general. So um what would you title yourself as? Because like, for example, we, I'd be a filmmaker. Kevin would also be a filmmaker. Greta would be a YouTuber. How would you title yourself as, you know, when you market yourself? Yeah, I guess um, the word, I guess, is activist. Um, I'm not a particular, not a particular big fan of the word, to be honest. Because um, I just think like it's putting a label on something that you know, doesn't really need to be labelled. It's but uh, yeah, I, I prefer the word advocate, kind of advocating for causes and issues. Um, but yeah, I guess if I have to put a label on it, activist. <laughs> That's epic. And can you tell us a bit about the campaigns that you're involved in? Yeah, so I'm currently the education officer, as you mentioned, at the Irish Second Level Students Union. I'm also working with uh, Brezzy's mental health charity, A Lost for Life. We're working on a, a kind of an activism program to promote mental health in second level. And as I said, I recently started um a campaign called Safety Over Stigma, which is about online image based uh, sexual abuse and also uh victim blaming towards kind of issues of sexual abuse and uh domestic abuse and things like that. Yeah, so we saw that you did a campaign of safety over stigma about like online abuse and harassment. So do you wanna tell yeah, us about that? Yeah, I suppose that? um it started when um, I was unfortunately subject to it myself a couple of weeks ago. Um, I woke up and I woke up to like a hundred messages from friends and family being like, oh yeah, it was traumatic. Oh my God. Um, being like, oh Alicia, there's this page of you. And I wasn't able to see it because they blocked me. Um, so was it an Instagram page? Yeah, it was, a, it was like a fake Instagram page. And like the username oh was like so similar to my one that like you nearly just you know when someone follows you and like you just see their name and their profile so you might just follow them back without even looking um that's what people were doing yeah. of course like with all the stuff i do i could have a hundred pages and no one would blink an eye um so yeah, yeah, yeah. then obviously people were going into it and um it had been up since like 8 a.m and i woke up at like 11 so i was up for a few hours um Ooh, and what what was inside the account like yeah what, so what had they, they had my own photos up like on my own public instagram and then they had edited some of them well not i suppose i shouldn't say edited but like they put on like captions on them um and the whole the whole like premise of the account was they, they were trying to sell some like pornographic subscription similar to like only fans if you're aware of it where people put up um a lot of the time like sexual yeah. images of themselves and people can uh, purchase it 
So it was a yeah. similar website to that called Admire Me VIP, which I obviously never heard of. Um, all under my name, purporting the link and subscription to be of me, which obviously it wasn't. Um, and then they also, this is the worst part, obviously, that they'd put up new photos of girls from the neck down, basically purporting them to be me. So saying they were me, because um, obviously you couldn't see their face. Now, anyone, you know, with eyes could see that they weren't me. Um, but obviously, you know, it's it's not ideal or nice to have an account like that made under your name, you know, especially when you're kind of out there publicly doing yeah. things. Yeah, that sounds so horrible. Yeah, it was it, it, it was it's tough, like, but I mean, I suppose that's why I wanted to start the campaign because I tweeted about it and the tweet blew up and I didn't want to leave a kind of, you know, I, I had a, I, had, I then went to the guards about it, obviously, and I had a pretty bad experience with the guards. Um, You know, they were kind of, I did feel like victim blaming and like, I hate using that word because I feel like it's such a strong word to use. Um, but like I sat there kind of on my own and, you know, they kind of, they asked me, you know, well, what do you do? What do you work as? What's your account about? What kind of photos do you post? Um, and like I had all the screenshots of the account for my friends and they didn't ask to see them. They didn't ask for, so I I wanted to start the campaign because I didn't want to tell my horrible experience with both the account and the guards and to leave people feeling like, well, if this happens to you, well, that's how you'll be treated. I wanted to turn it around and like this is what I do anyway so I didn't you know make something negative really positive and it has been really positive so far and the support we've had publicly and and also the support I've had privately has been really really amazing yeah that's really good I feel like people will benefit from that because that situations like that could happen to people but they might not know what to do so if they have something to kind of go to I think that's really, really good to turn it into a positive yeah, thing. For sure. And like, that's the thing, you know, like I'm a law student and I didn't know what, co- I didn't know that what happened to me fell under the new Coco's law. So like, you know, if a law student doesn't know, then how is the average person going to know? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're aiming to do. We're aiming to, um, we're aiming to educate people about their rights, about like online privacy settings and how you can be the most secure you can be online. And also, um, we're going to be campaigning for social media companies to take more responsibility when it comes to protecting users of their services. And also, we were lobbying for uh, empathy training for guards uh, all across the country. And the Minister for Justice has confirmed that that is happening. So, yeah, we're, we're very, you know, we're obviously happy to hear that that one thing that we're we've been camp- that we were set out to do is is going to be happening so soon. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, I was also going to say, yeah. you kind of mentioned that, mentioned it there at the start, you said you kind of define yourself as an activist, but to you, um, and you said you didn't, you know, you, you didn't prefer that word, but I suppose, what would you, what, what would you define as an activist? What is an activist? Yeah, I suppose for me anyway, it's about taking something that you care about and doing something about it. So I think, you know, I think each of you are activists just by doing what you do, whether it's filmmaking or a podcast or whether it's like something really really small in your community i mean i yeah. that's why that's why i think the word activist is probably over like over exaggerated almost because i think it's just taking something you care about um and just uh, making it making it something you do and something you love to do and 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 helping others in some shape or form i mean it you know just it's not yeah, it's not definitely. defined to 
you know going out and protesting like Greta Thunberg it could be creating a film and like someone watching that and being inspired or creating a piece of music and someone listening to that and thinking like oh wow that's an amazing song so um yeah I, I think it's just it's just taking something you care about and uh and, and having a purpose essentially amazing amazing and um you so yes speaking of Greta Greta Thunberg um I might I always you know when when we have guests on I like to learn a little bit about them but I don't want to learn too much because I want to learn from you when I'm actually speaking to you if you know what I mean so um so Michael Michael has told me about something about you went to the UN conference or something along with Greta Greta Thunberg or something like that could you tell us a little bit about that yeah, I actually met her. Um, I no way, you met her. Yeah, you met her. I did. Oh my god, no way. I met you her. I didn't realize that. She, what she, was she like? She was really. What was she like? She was I feel really, like she's nice. really nice. She was surrounded by like two huge bodyguards. <laughs> so I was like, um, I met her. Yeah. So she'd be like a celebrity, you know. Yeah. Well, I she was like yeah. I met her in the hallway of the UN because I like ran after her. Obviously, uh, who wouldn't run after her? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, she was really nice. She was she was very quiet. And to be fair, it was a very intimidating. And it was after she had just made like probably one of her most famous speeches yes. at the UN. How dare you? Um, you know that line yeah. where she goes, "How dare you?" Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> She had just done that um, a couple hours beforehand. So, I mean, and that had been very emotional, obviously, for her. And, you know, yeah, the room yeah. is intimidating. Yeah. I can't even imagine if you're speaking at it. So, um, yeah, I, I try to also be, you know, when you people meet like celebrities as such and they're just like all up in their faces. So I was just like, I just like yeah. thanked her for what she's doing and, and just told her where I was from and stuff. And, and we actually have a mutual friend. So I was just like... <laughs> oh that's great and have you kept in contact since? <laughs> oh, God. but yeah she's very nice and yeah i was yeah. i was there for the it was the first un youth climate summit and it's a bit of a mouthful um and yeah i mean it was it was a great experience obviously it was a bit westernized but it was a it was good obviously yeah to be it would at the be. UN. <laughs> and and have you kept in contact yeah, with definitely. her with greta yes Oh, I, no. <laughs> I'd say no. Greta has better things to be doing than talking to me. But, I mean, um, I think, like, obviously, Greta is a huge inspiration. I, I, I think on the basis of, like, just the premise of, like, standing up for something you believe in and, like, not taking any crap with that, I think she's amazing. Like, do I think yeah. protests are the only way to solve it? Like, no. But I think she knows that, too. But I think there is, like, an element of the movement that's, like, oh, like, we'll just protest over and over again like but i think she knows that it's more than that which is like which is what i admire about her actually in 2018 i i lived in sweden for a while and i actually lived in the same neighborhood as her but it was before she got famous <laughs> yeah You're probably passing oh her with her sign i think it was yeah it would have been you could have you could have bumped into her i, might have, not I don't know in the shop or something because there was a big supermarket near her <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was a great. I loved living yeah. in Stockholm. It was yeah. I definitely want to go back. How long? Did the whole you live summer. There? So I was there from June. No, I was there from oh, July yeah. to like nearly September. That's deadly. So what was yeah. your whole purpose of being at the UN conference? You you spoke about it there. Like, but like, what were you there for uh, personally? Yeah. So the conference itself was about bringing like young activists from all over the world into the okay. UN and to come alongside their, you know, their like president or Taoiseach or, you know, prime minister or whatever, world leader or the leader of their country. So yeah. when I went on the, so the, the climate summit was on the Saturday 
And essentially it's like, well, the event obviously happened with like Greta and other speakers and you get to meet all the young people and get to network and, and do all that jazz. And then um, on the Saturday night, I think I went to like a dinner in this like very, very snazzy golden penthouse. Um, oh my God. <laughs> and Mary oh Robinson God. was there. It was my first time meeting her actually. Wow. And um like our ambassador to the UN and the minister for children the minister for environment and like a load of other people from the Marshall Islands and we were just like honestly it was the most awkward dinner I've ever had like I regret yeah. ever I mean they're much older than you much much older yeah <laughs> it was like because it was like a I think it was like a working dinner like I've never been to one of those but oh, everyone's like yeah, talking yeah. and asking each other oh. questions must be like so like serious I, no, I, I was like, they brought me my food and like I was starving and and then they're like throwing questions at me and I'm like, my mouth is full. <laughs> it was just the worst thing ever. But oh, stop. What, we were, okay. what I was doing, what, what I went out there to do anyway was um, to kind of ask for Ireland to have a climate youth council, like the Netherlands. So okay. like a lot of countries have yeah. these uh, makeup councils because I suppose... Obviously, it would be all well and good for me to go out there and be like, lower our carbon emissions, yay. But it was like, you know, I need to actually ask for something that is possible and something that is like some kind of tangible. Realistic you know? as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so at yeah. that dinner, I was like, this would be a good opportunity to corner the Minister for Environment. <laughs> so, so Mary Robinson obviously really wanted it as well. And when we came back, I got a... I actually was up in the doll and I met someone I knew from the department and she was like, oh, you know, there's like half a million euro after being put into the budget for this climate you cancel, oh. right? And I was like, wow. I was like, what? Oh so it actually is happening. Um, I was actually meant to meet with them before COVID, but then the election, it was, and then COVID. So it's got pushed back, but there will definitely be an Irish climate you cancel in the very near future, which is... Which is Epic. great, I think. Yeah, it's important. It's important that the young people cool. have voices as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, they need a voice. Like we've had um Caleb Hederman. I'm not sure if you know him, but uh, he's so sound, and he's come on here to talk right. about students' perspective on um, the education system and why it's important that younger people have a voice in, you know, even like with the likes of voting at 16. What What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, obviously at ISSU, like that's what we're all about. We're all about student voice. Um, and I just recently. We just recently launched like a 70 page report on senior cycle reform. So there's all students views on senior cycle reform. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, obviously everything I do has, has, is about, I mean, at its core, whether it's about the environment or education or whatever, it's all about uplifting young people's voices and making sure that they're heard. Um, so obviously it's, it's vital in every conversation. And like the more I look at, the leaving like the state exams conversation of 2021 where you know the whole accredited grades like that would have been a whole different conversation if you know students hadn't been there like for sure I mean the the group that we're working on it we're still talking about the traditional leaving cert when we were like no like no traditional yeah, leaving cert. I know. so I think the conversation yeah. like just from experiences I've had where young people have been involved and when I've seen that young people aren't involved, um, there's such a difference. Um, and, and I think as well, like it's an example this year that the whole change of the Leaving Cert, that like it is powerful and it can change stuff. Um, and I think like that's a good, 
that's a good lesson for all of us, especially the leaving certs like that. You can ch- literally change your leaving cert if you try hard enough, you know? So so do you think that in 2022, the leaving cert students will have much more, you could say, um, I don't know, like it won't be as traditional as it tends to be? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think like I think it's time we move away from that anyway. Like I'm personally not a fan of the leaving yeah. cert. But, oh, uh, same, totally, totally, yeah. totally. Like... Even before COVID, like, no one liked the traditional Leaving Cert as it was. Like, everyone wanted a change in it because it's just, it's just so, it's just too yeah. stressful. Just Norma so Foley, she's the only one who, on who enjoys it. <laughs> you know what? I, no, she doesn't. She said recently that she thinks it's outdated. Like, actually. What? Honestly, she's Norma, like the one is who invented very, it. <laughs> Norma is actually lovely. I'll be totally honest with you. Like, she actually is really, really nice. Um, like from the engagements we've had with her, like she really, she actually is really, I actually think she gets so much slack because she's a woman and, and obviously yeah. she's not the most like modern person yeah. in there compared to say maybe Helen McKinty, <laughs> you know? But there, there has been a lot of TikTok memes made about her. I don't know if you've seen them. Well, yeah. I've And they're hilarious, no, they are. <laughs> I've yeah. her anyway. I think she's actually really nice. Um, I, I just think the media give her such a bad day like but um, yeah, yeah. leaving cert needs to go I mean it's outdated it's been the same for yeah. the last what like 100 years literally so oh my god <laughs> literally, literally so so yeah in 2022 it'll be different that's what you're saying I, I, I would imagine Hopefully. that things aren't gonna go right back to normal for sure thank god yeah because it's about time that yeah. there's a bit of reform it's about time Jesus um, and I saw you were on the Ray Darcy show, so <laughs> Oh, those that? were the days. <laughs> they were like two years ago <laughs> when I was young. <laughs> um, you're still young, you're still young. <laughs> I feel like that you're was a whole young. lifetime ago. Yeah, um, that was when I came back from the US. That would have been in 2019, right? Yeah, it was 2019, 2019 yeah. yeah. When I had, like, 2019, lovely yeah. Lovely brown hair. Um, yeah, I, that was, yeah, it was a bit nuts. Like, I suppose it was my first, I think it was my well, it was definitely my first time being on a show. I don't. Th- it wasn't my first time being on TV, but, um, yeah. I mean, it was. It was just a bit. It was just all a bit crazy. And and to be fair, though, we got so much hate after. <laughs> like I got so much. Oh. <laughs> so many people saying. Through I was Twitter like, oh. or or through um, email. It was mo- It was on mainly Twitter, on Facebook. On Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, me and Greta. Yeah, me and Greta got Facebook. a lot on Facebook because they well. put up like clips of us. It's probably what yeah. you saw. Facebook. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, yeah. They just put up yeah. a clip of like me or something and then they were like calling me and jack o'neill who is at the un as well like um brain dead and brainwashed so i just turned oh off God. socials for like three days i was just like i'm not able it's, yeah it's when like a, a young person comes on they just think oh yeah they don't know that's anything yeah they're teenagers and oh they don't have a voice or anything just because they're like, babies they yeah they're not growing up all, yeah and it's just yeah so and also they're on facebook like slating a 17 like, year old like so yeah. yeah what is their life i know <laughs> Because, like, a lot, a lot of people, like, that have a voice, like, they're mature enough to speak for what they want to. Like, they're not going to be just chatting rubbish. So. But I, I, just, I. Yeah, we, I, yeah. I don't even go on t- I, I, think I don't though, even go on Twitter. So then Michael was like, oh, yeah. this yeah. thing's, like, blowing up. And because they like, played a clip of us, of me and Greta, speaking online about the reopening of schools. And the amount of. I think it was like yeah, other people uh, as well. And the amount of like this. older people, specifically in their 60s and like late 50s, commenting about us and like our accents and stuff, it was crazy. But honestly, I think no matter who you are, like, so I honestly, there was a point there in time where I used to be like, if I put up a post saying like, oh, we should end world poverty, world poverty is bad, like there would be someone who would be like, 
oh, like, Alicia's such whatever, like, oh, what the hell There's Alicia? always going to be that one, you yeah. know? There's always going to be so, that one. Yeah. You know, There's always going to be that one like, person. Like, honestly, do you really want? Because, like, it. no matter what it is, people are always just going to yeah. pick on it, like. Yeah. I was going to say something. So. <laughs> I was going to ask, um, actually, we, I was going to ask, have you met Michael D. Higgins by any chance? It seems like a lot of people in Ireland have taken a photo with him or something. I have a few times, yeah. On on, on what occasion? A few times. Oh, my God. Um, Lisa, you've you've met everyone. Yeah. Casually. I met him... I met him the first time at... I'm trying to think what the first time was. I know I I met him at an event. Um, It was Intergenerational Climate Conference in City Hall in Cork. And um, actually, I was meant to be... So I interviewed him and... Um, so, oh, but I'm also speaking at this event, right? So I'm like at the top table waiting to go on stage because the whole thing has been delayed. And like, um, my, like the guy who I work with is like ringing me, being like, Alicia, Michael D. Higgins is kind of waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you come out here? So I'm like, Wait, how run. old were you when you did this? <laughs> I think how I was old were 17. You? So I like ran. And you were working for like, what were you working for? Oh, like I was like a... I don't know what the word is, but I was like a, a member of like of uh, YMCA is what it's called, and oh, it's okay, a okay. it's like a youth service that like supports young people with music and activism and all that jazz. Um, yeah. So they had like they work here, and like I'm a young person. They've asked me to to interview him, and so I'm like running down the hall of. The, the city hall in Cork, which like the floorboards oh are so Sprinting. old that it's like everyone's oh, looking at me. Oh, they're ancient and they screech. Literally and, and they, afterwards, yeah. like you can, if you see the video on YouTube, I'm like out of breath, like literally trying <laughs> to interview Michael D. Higgins, and then <laughs> afterwards, like um, like the the facilitator is just like Jesus, Alicia, like you're the only person in the world who would leave the president waiting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Wow. And you've met him more than once, right? Yeah, I was. we were up in the Aurus then as well one time. Because we do a lot of, uh, like, kind of videography and photography as well with YMCA. Um, and like, oh, okay, okay. We'd be doing, like, short films and stuff. Cool. But we were asked that day to come up and, like, um, it was, like, an event they had with The Wheel, which is, like, this big, like, uh, kind of... I think it's like an umbrella for, like, a lot of charity organisations. So we were, like, filming for the day and kind of making, like, a little montage video of like how the day went and taking photographs and stuff so i met him again then as well that's epic and can you explain to us the photo with brian o'donovan it looks like you're an rt presenter or like a news reporter <laughs> no it's it epic. looks like he's <laughs> really stalking your instagram it looks point. like he's you stole you stole his me. microphone <laughs> yeah you stole his microphone <laughs> oh no i'm obsessed with that's brian so o'donovan like me and my dad obsessed so when I, I was like walking out the UN and he was like across the road doing some interview and I'm like to Jack, who Jack is just like, who, what are you on Alicia? And I'm just like, we need a picture with Brian O'Donovan. Yeah, like, you do. He's iconic. Iconic. And Jack is like, who even is that? And I'm just there waiting oh till he's God. done the interview for me to just uh, run over to him. And then he probably think, probably thought I was a psycho. And uh, yeah, and then, no, I think he gave me the microphone. So, but it kind of looks like That's he's taking a photo with me. So it's funny. Yeah. And you got to chat with him, obviously. Did you? Yeah, like, he was so nice. What did he talk about? He was so what nice. What did he talk about? I think we were just on him. Like, I was just like saying what, why I was there. And 
um just about yeah. the small talk yeah. yeah just small talk we weren't there for long like but he was really nice very yeah. tall less intense yeah. speaking in person <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like on tv he's so quick and and he slows down the words sometimes uh, yeah he's a very particular way of speaking yeah it's iconic though <laughs> Yeah, it is. There's been a lot of um, parodies and like spoofs made on Twitter about him. I don't know if you've seen them. No, not <laughs> oh, on that side of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so who'd be like the most famous person you've met out of all these people? Um, or maybe like the most well-known, like, you know. I guess, I guess it's person. Greta. Yeah, I guess it's Greta. Or um, Greta, yeah. Yeah, Greta, I suppose. Yeah. Like I've met, <laughs> I did an Instagram live, well... I don't know how well Sophia is known, but I did an Instagram live with Sophia Bush a few months ago. She's like an American actress. Like I was obsessed with her because she was in a movie I used to, that I used to love when I was younger. Um, but like in what, terms, what's the movie called? Uh, <laughs> John Tucker must die. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I, I, I probably recognize her voice or her it. face. Her yeah, voice. I think it was like it would really be like my age and like millennials who probably would have watched that movie. Oh, you're, okay. you're not a millennial, are you? You're not a millennial, man. No, I'm not. You'd be Gen Z, though. I'm on the yeah, yeah. So I was about to say, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, Gen Z, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, about with Gen Z, is it? I think I think Generation Z is people born between 1996 and 2012. I, th- I, th- I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's exactly. Imagine being born in 2012. I think the ones after that then is... I think imagine the ones after that then is like... I think they call like Generation Alpha or something. They're like the, like the newest generation. They're, ones, they're the ones after this. I think they're like the iPad babies who oh just God. be sitting there on their iPads the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah, we know the type. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, th- I, th- I think we actually were like the last generation who had... Obviously, like, we were surrounded by technology our, our entire lives. But other generations, like, they grew up around iPads. They grew up around things. At least we had a little bit left of do you know another thing but um yeah. like yeah like even like you know like extra visions and stuff like that yeah. we used to go and get movies and stuff like that i miss it so much obsolete yeah, Obsolete, so, uh, yeah. totally yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, th- yeah. I think we're probably the last yeah the, the last well no i see yeah i mean the, the, the internet's been around basically you know the internet has been around our entire lives but yeah that, I, I don't think we're about as the new generation but uh yeah anyway so you've had uh, a few articles written on the irish times or something like that would you like to speak a little bit about that yeah, um, God, I don't even remember half of them. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, some of them... Last... The safety over stigma one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year they were all about the leaving cert, but, um, yeah, the safety over stigma one um, is written by Jennifer O'Connell, who's a really amazing journalist. Um, and she reached out to me pretty early on after it happened um, and, and just asked, you know, because obviously I kind of mentioned that I was going to do something. It, safety over stigma hadn't really been even developed at that point um but I knew I was going to do something so um yeah I just worked with her I mean the article is is just really fantastic actually and and really just well written um in terms of like how it happened to me and what happened to me because I think obviously you guys know working in like you know film that sometimes and media and stuff things can be just you know are used for headlines it can get very very overwhelming and and sometimes you can say stuff and they might twist them up or edit them yeah we've all been there yeah so i I just yeah article was just fantastically written yeah and uh, how can a person let's say if they're doing the leaving cert or even if they're in fifth year how can they go about writing a piece for the irish times or a news outlet like that um let's say if they have an important topic to 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 like bring about or a campaign they're running 
Yeah, like or something to do with the education system that they feel needs it's in need of reform, you know? Well, I suppose if it's something to do with um, education and second level, I'd definitely say get on to ISSU um, because we have an amazing sustainability officer. Obviously, I'm the education officer um, and we have a student council support officer. So there's lots of mechanisms in ISSU and we have loads of working groups and things that you can get involved in. Um, in terms of the Irish Times, I guess... Um, it's like everything you kind of have to make some connections get to know people and and maybe like for jennifer she reached out to me through twitter like twitter seems to be a good way even just to tweet someone or or whatever um i guess like bringing awareness to something is quite difficult but i mean social media makes it a whole lot easier so you can just like tag people but i guess there probably is ways of writing to the irish times um like through a very formal yeah, fashion yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be my way but so <laughs> what would be your best advice for teenagers who are like struggling in lockdown and they feel like they have a message to get out to the whole of Ireland how would you go about like you know addressing that yeah I guess um look it's been a really hard year if they they want to be heard you know yeah Yeah. it's, it's been a really tough year for everyone like whether you know at any age like I just think about even being in first year and like missing out on like actually getting to go back to someone's house or yeah. getting to go to their birthday at the weekend or whatever like I just think every age is tough you know um but I guess like I mean it's 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 easier said than done obviously but I mean if you have something to say say it and like I said with social media now um everything has become so much easier. I mean, you can make a Twitter account and start arguing with someone in like 0.5 seconds. Yeah. Um, and also, like, my my kind of experience of the last few months with the whole Leaving Cert fiasco has been that, like, they want young people, like media anyway, they want young people there. Now, whether it's for controversy, I don't know. But, you know, that can work to our advantage if we're smart about it and, and savvy about it. So, um, you know, there's lots of ways in. Um, but I mean, if you have something to say, I suppose finding people with similar interests, similar kind of ideals to you, kind of like you guys are with the podcast. Um, you know, obviously strength in numbers. Alicia, thank you so much for coming on with us. How can people find you on Instagram and Twitter and all your like uh, social medias? What, what yeah, Social, socials and socials. stuff. Yeah, what's yeah no, name? thanks for having me. Um, my Instagram is Alicia O'Sullivan. Um, my Twitter is the phonetic way I was saying my names. <laughs> so A underscore, I'm not even going to go there. Um, and then you can look up, we have a website for safety over stigma, but it's just safety over stigma without the E and over um, on all platforms. So if you want to check that out.